Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling... Rudy Fernandez, Larue Martin, Joey Devine, Raymond Felton, Martel Webster, Sean Keen, Danny Ainge. Yeah, he was a blazer. Bucky Buckwalter! Patreons! Scott Carter Eldred! Thank you, SC! Paul Romans! Thank you, Paul! Jesse Pitsley! Thank you, Jesse! Special guest, Corbin A. Smith! Musical guest, she and him. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here as always with America's Uncle Fiance, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah. Moved. I'm, I'm recording. This is my first podcast recording from my new home. Oh, good. I think that's right. Um, Sean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... Well, you, we recorded <laughs> three times today, so... That is true. So technically... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... Which, by the way, I just want to tell you, the listeners, a little behind the curtain here. Uh-huh. At some point in this episode, I may yell at our guest that I need to go because we have another guest in, mm-hmm. like, an hour. Uh-huh. Uh, but 
we ran long with both of our guests that that you will not hear that second guest until next week. This would have been uh, a uh, hardcore history yeah. style three hour uh, if podcast. We, if we put up both guests, you uh, will be listening to this throughout all of free agency tomorrow. It, 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 will, be, yeah. it will be longer than the dunked on mock off season. Uh, Joey, I wanted to mention one thing that, that is, is also incredibly long and one of the funniest things that's ever happened at the NBA, Joe, mm-hmm, honestly. Sure. Uh, so at uh, one o'clock Eastern today, mm-hmm. uh, when this is, we're recording this Wednesday, June 28th, mm-hmm. uh, the, the collective bargaining agreement, which was agreed upon in principle on April 1st, yeah. uh, was finally published and either sent to teams or possibly just posted on the Players Association website. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is 676 pages long, mm-hmm. and uh, that means that NBA front offices have uh, 53 had 53 hours to uh, review this new uh, legal document and uh, make their decisions accordingly. On the plus side, that is crazy, <laughs> but I will say on the plus side, now that the CBA is done. The 676-page uh, CBA is finally done. Uh-huh. It means that the country's riddling shortage is over. Because, <laughs> or sorry, Adderall. Adderall because sorry, the yeah. NBA's lawyers are no longer taking it all to it, try and finish it. Smashing it up <laughs> yeah. and doing rails. Um, oh, my God. It's amazing. And uh, I got to say, um, apologies to Mrs. Larry Coon. Because uh, he's just he's going to be in the study. He's going to be in the he's going to be in the lab with a pen and a pad trying to get these damn sports business classes off. And uh, what we have learned, uh, one of the few things, but NBA player per diem is now up to one hundred and fifty six dollars a day. Congratulations. Sean Marion would still be eating fast food at every meal yeah. and renting a one bedroom apartment next to two fast food restaurants. So we could save his per diem. Uh, also, apparently this is a continuing <laughs> provision of uh, the, uh, the, 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 this is not new for the new CBA. Thank you to our, uh, the greatest British basketball analyst of all uh, Mark Deeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, he found out that apparently uh, you still, if a player is killed in an act of armed insurrection, their contract will not necessarily be paid in full. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't know if that's like a January 6th thing. I don't know if the player has to be in the insurrection or just present. It's not clear with this. uh, Yeah. So, uh, luckily, Franz and Mo uh, did get out of Russia uh, after their attempt, uh, their attempted coup. So it's okay. Mm, it's true. It's uh, true. <laughs> That's who the Wagner, the Wagner Group is named after. Yeah, um, uh, they're going back to Orlando. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan Isaac now really wants to resign with the team. Um, uh, Sean. Uh, I'm, I have, so I have a surprise for you. I did not tell you this was going to happen. Oh, great. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, but we actually have some reader mail. This is round ball rock reader mail communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. 
Sean, uh, we got an email here uh, to our old email. Oh, no, no, this is our current e- email. No, it's our, yeah, it's our current email address. Sorry. Sometimes we get them to the old one, and that's why I don't read them uh, the week we get them. But this is titled Shams's Lifestyle. <laughs> and it says, Dear Editorial Team, this is less a question and more a statement of concern. A while back, Shams stated that his screen time on his phone is 16 to 18 hours a day. He stated that he had stopped playing pickup basketball because he couldn't risk missing information. Should we be concerned? This level of self-care may help explain his sub-chat GPT level tweets. Sincerely, a concerned citizen. So, Sean. Yeah. This was a good time to get this email. Yeah, yeah. So, so because, well, what I just want to set the stage here, because... Yeah, yeah. Earlier yesterday, I realized Shams had not tweeted in two days, and I literally thought he might be dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, yeah, he was yeah. just clearly in hiding because people caught on to his gambling scheme. Yeah, he's uh, he's hiding from the law. Yeah. Uh, they're going the FTC is after him and the mob is after him. That's the real problem. Like you can't just cheat at gambling. <laughs> Which we should explain to listeners what he did there. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. we mentioned that. <laughs> we really should. Um so yeah, so um the conventional wisdom uh for probably like uh, at, like the moment the draft lottery happened mm-hmm. to a day before the draft was that the Charlotte Hornets liked Brandon Miller from Alabama uh, and not Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the morning of the draft, the day before it was the, the dra- morning, it was the, the morning, morning of the, the draft. draft uh, Sean Sharanya uh, tweeted that the Hornets, like it was anyone's pick that the Hornets were torn still torn between Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson had a legitimate chance of being the number two pick, which mm-hmm. had like more weight because it was the day. Why would you draft. report something? Well, and why would you report something different? You know, like if it yeah. had been going back and forth, but no, it was like Miller the whole time. So the odds swung dramatically and uh, Brandon Miller just got picked. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, and, then- and actually you were actually giving his, tweet more credit than what it was oh okay. uh, this tweet is worse than what you just said um oh, okay. <laughs> also we should point out shams works for FanDuel, um who uh you know take bets on uh things like the draft but it said sources scoot henderson is gaining serious momentum at number two with the charlotte hornets in tonight's nba draft then Hornets have been torn in the last week between Henderson and Brandon Miller. Team has final meetings today to settle on decision. But <coughs> it moved the Scoot Henderson betting odds by like 500 points or something. Yeah, it was like huge. That. It was huge. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And probably increased the action. Uh, does Sean have any like financial ties to gambling companies, Joey. Uh, yeah, he works for FanDuel and FanDuel TV. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, so he might not be able to show his face in Vegas because that's where the mafia lives, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, well, don't worry. Uh, 
the last time I saw Shams, I'm pretty sure he was wearing lifts, so he could just take the lifts out, and you won't be uh, able to see him over the crowd. Right. All right. That's a good uh, point. Um, okay, so he's he's got 16 to 18 hours of screen time a day. Mm-hmm, yeah. So not only is he awake, d- sleeping no more than six to eight hours a day. Yeah. Um, you know how you're not supposed to look at your phone before you go to bed? Yeah, but I don't. It's supposed to like hurt your sleep. I'm built different. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, it just seems like he must have the worst sleep. Like, is he? Uh Because he 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 won't play basketball anymore because he might miss news. So, like, is he just sleeping with his phone on like super vibrate alerts right next to his bed? Right. So he's probably like waking up all the time Mm -hmm. and like worried about waking up, like. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, Yeah, uh uh-huh. That's like like what they do to train Navy SEALs. Anyway, we should be worried about Shams, but Mm -hmm. not because of his screen time, but because of what the lack of screen time is going to do to him when he is in federal prison. That's true. Yeah, you got to go from 18 to zero, buddy. (laughs) Um, Um, uh, We have one other surprise question, Joey. Sure. This comes from El Hoffnero. Uh, just realized that the only two things I've heard referred to as Supermax are NBA contracts and prisons. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? Hmm. I mean... Yes. No. <laughs> no, I think... I mean, yes, it's just a coincidence, I think. But, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see if... Uh, a certain player is ever able to leave Portland. Mm-hmm. Oh, good segue, Sean. I'm glad <laughs> you, you did thank that. You, thank you. Uh, speaking of, look, <laughs> I know every podcast. Look, we try and not do what every NBA podcast is doing from week to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know what our listeners like, and that is us doing impressions of Brooke and Robin Lopez reviewing Disney Plus movies. But, um,. We do have the mo- we do have the most entertaining dame expert in the world. Um, mm-hmm. He 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 gives his he gives his whole self to it. Yeah. Uh, so we had our friend Big Corbs Corbin A Smith, the host of the Turtle Pond Hangout podcast, and a bevy of uh, credits that you'll hear for minutes on on end at the beginning of this interview. Uh, here we are talking to Corbin A. Smith about Dame and the Blazers. And, uh, hey, Blazers fans and Sixers fans, weirdly, d- these are Corbin's thoughts, not ours, okay? <laughs> Don't get mad at us. <laughs> yeah, the meanest Although thing the about- Sixers one was kind of on me. I'll, if, all right, I'll take the Sixers one. If you're- but, but Blazers fans, don't be mad at us. Be mad at Corbin. Uh, and Damian Lillard, if you're listening, at least you got what you wanted. People talking about you. All right. Here we are with Big Corbs. All right. We're here with uh, Big Corbs himself, the king of, uh, I almost said Spokane. But it's not. It's Vancouver, Washington. Not it's possible Spokane. I've never been to Spokane. I can't recall ever having been to Spokane. But that's right. I don't know what would have made you go there. 
Well, I have family in Yakima, which is in eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. And so I have been to Yakima. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that I had I've been to Spokane via Yakima in some way. But I don't I can't recall ever having been to Spokane. But that's right. We're here with the man, the myth, the legend, the Blazers hater himself, a man who the only thing he hates more than the Blazers is himself. <laughs> uh, uh, from Vancouver, Washington. I wish that, that was I wish that was less accurate. From Rolling Stone magazine, from the Daily yeah. Beast, from mm-hmm. uh uh the Willamette Weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willamette Week. Willamette Week from Formerly Vice Sports from You're gonna hey Joey man, you're yeah. gonna get it right someday. No, I'm not. From formerly oh. our own blog. The uh, classical. <laughs> from you the wrote for cla- the classical, right? Yeah, I wrote for the classical. From the yeah. classical. Yeah. From Deadspin, but not Defector. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Are you are you are you just here to press on all of my <laughs> No, I just want to get. I, I want to get all the. I want to get all the. Uh, the Are we just the trying it like? Is, is there anything else I'm sensitive about you'd like to hit me with? You're probably wondering why big corpse. Uh, was there Tom Brady news? No, I there wish. was not Tom Brady Dude, news. I wish. Uh, but I wish I. I wish I was talking about something that only annoyed me as much as Tom Brady does. Um, <laughs> but there is. Damian Lillard news. Uh, sort of. I mean, cool. it, you know what? Is there Damian Lillard news? Uh, yeah. Or, or Joe Cronin like, says they're friends. Or is there just like a vibe? Is there I, like, am I just here? Talk, am I here talking about news or am I here talking about a vibe? Hmm. It's a vibe and everyone's bored. There's the, the draft was but also slightly to talk about. Like there's no nobody. Nobody in the world has the correct amount of feelings about whether or not anybody should be talking about this like it's either a blazer fan being like the national media doesn't shut up about this or it's a blazer fan not shutting up about it or it's a blazer fan like i don't it's fucking in fury it's annoying it's like i it's it's one of the worst discourses well before we get into it uh i remembered we have a big corpse drop so i have to play that oh Oh, nice Big Corpse Corner. Big Corpse Corner. Big Corpse Corner. A call from Corpse. Uh, that's right. It's Big Corbs Corner from the Turtle Pond podcast. <laughs> over the over the um. The take it or break it theme. The beautiful over take the it or break it line, Over the Zoom line, that drop sounds really like disturbing. It is disturbing. Like it sounds it like like it sounds like a little Caitlin deep in the background. That that is what's happening. Going, it's times, that, that, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> you heard correctly. Um yeah. it's basically a, like a minor key hip hop song from the 90s in the trailer for a horror movie. Um, all right. <laughs> First off, Corbin, we should get I want to get you on record here. Uh-huh. OK, what do you oh. want the Blazers to do with Damian Lillard? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think that there are 
I think that there are two acceptable options. I think that uh, trading him and moving on with our fucking lives is an option. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a perfectly risible option. Mm-hmm. And I think that looking him in the face and telling him to kick rocks and saying that he's under contract and that he'll play here or he won't play anywhere is also a perfectly risible option. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just have, I have a quick question for you. And this is, this is, I think kind of at the heart. I hope that's what risible means anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was just trusting you. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a perfectly cromulent word. Yeah. My question is like, Bill, what am, I, am I talking to David Simon's Twitter yeah. account? What's going on with these words? Yeah. The vocabulary uh, here. Can um, <laughs> can uh, couldn't Dame just say he wants to be traded? Like, like what's the problem with that? Would would Portland oh! like turn on him? Because it feels I was like. Hoping, can I be honest with you, Sean? Yeah. I was hoping we might beat around the bush a little bit before we got to the most annoying parts about all of this. Like, I was hoping we might be like, hey, hey, Corbin, you've been playing Zelda at all? Or, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just found the Tingle. I just found the Tingle shirt today. I finally found the shirt that Tingle wears. You know, it was in the dueling peaks. It, there was a bit of it was a bit of a grind. It was a bit difficult. I had to go into two caves to figure out how to do yeah. it. Or I don't know, uh, Corbin, you've been reading anything? And I could be like, yeah, you know, the poetry of Marianne Moore. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. she just has an observational way with animals and nature that you can't uh, that you can't find in anything else. Or Corbin, what TV are you watching? And I go, I don't really fuck with TV anymore. Or like you see any good movies lately? And I'll be like, hey, I don't that Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it, it went pretty good. That was a good one. Um well, well I can change that though. Uh, I can change I can change gears. I have another question if you sure, wanna yeah. if you wanna build up to it. Let's build up to it. Let's build up all to right, it. All right, yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Um did you see uh what has happened in the career of one of our favorite basketball coaches, Terry Stotts? Uh-huh. Oh, no, I didn't. What's going on? uh, He is a assistant coach for the Milwaukee Bucks who hired. um, Oh, that's what's his name? Adrian Griffin. Yeah, that's smart for them. He's he would be he's a good uh, he's probably a good first bench guy. Yeah, really good. Really good offensive coach. Really even keel. mm -hmm. Uh, That's that's a good move for the on the Bucks part. And I I will say this. Hold on. on. I have a follow up here. Uh, Our. Our friend George Carl, uh, my my Twitter buddy, uh, knifed him, famously knifed him in 2002 when uh, the Bucks, I think, missed the playoffs after after going to the Eastern Conference semifinals and uh, finals. And uh, uh, Dave, uh, George Carl has claimed for 20 years that uh, the refs screwed them out of the NBA finals where they would have beaten uh, the 2001 Lakers, according yeah. to him. Um uh, so he knifed Terry Stotts after that. You know what? I think George Carl should be thankful that he didn't go to that finals because I think that Phil Jackson might have actually induced him into having an early birthday. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but since uh, since George Carl uh, fired his best friend to try to preserve his own job, uh, Milwaukee has now hired Terry Stotts twice. Mm-hmm. So. So back yeah. to Damian Lillard, Corbin. Ugh. 
Um, <laughs> you, know, I'll, you, know Blazers need, you know what the Blazers need mm-hmm. to do? They need to get Stotts off the bench in Milwaukee. That's, they need to bring him back. Um, a question I wanted to ask you is uh, Draymond Green is meeting today, apparently, with this Damian is, Lillard. This is not this is this is not true. <laughs> Do you know that this is not true? I or did not joking? know this was not. There's true, this but... there's this guy. There's this guy on Twitter <laughs> named Hoop Jock uh-huh. named Hoops Jock. Uh-huh. He's like a he's like a dumbass. He's like mm-hmm. a dummy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he will talk about blazer scoops he has, but he's just making shit up. Mm-hmm. He he said this, and Dwight James, who is, um, I don't know, sort of like the local, the local, uh, the local anthracite man, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like which is to say he's made of anthracite. Uh, uh, yeah. He uh he picked up on this and said Draymond's meeting with Dame. Now Draymond is in Portland. It's possible he's meeting with Lillard. They are friends. I mean, yeah, he did the Draymond just, Green show in April. So yeah, they might just hang out, I don't know, at a at a Babica Hen in Lake Lake Oswego. Mm-hmm. Aren't they the, both Nike athletes too? Yeah, no, uh, no. Draymond's Dame, with Converse. Is, yeah, but that's Nike. Yeah, that's Nike. But, um, uh, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He probably would if he went to a business meeting with sure. Converse. It would sure. also be in Beaverton. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he uh, Dame is um, Adidas. Mm-hmm. Uh, something oh, okay. I've always something curious about Phil Knight maybe buying the team is that like, you know, he's got to get Dame out of there first. <laughs> yeah, you got to get Dame the fuck out of there. Um. Uh, no. Um. Uh, what did you ask me? Oh, so he is in Portland. I guess it's possible he's meeting with Lillard, but that, but the, but the, the thing that you're citing is just some, is just some, is just some uh, chud on Twitter. Great. Uh, I love when the, people start tweeting about stuff that some chud tweeted that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love no, it. yeah, he's the, yeah, he's called Hoops Jock. He, one time I posted something to Hoops Jock. Hoops Jock. I posted. Um, he posted some take and I said, uh, this is incorrect. Um, I, I, uh, I have written for national publications mm-hmm. and been paid money to do it. And, uh, that means that my opinion is more legitimate than yours. Mm-hmm. So this is actually objectively incorrect. And then he blocked me. Mm, great. <laughs> like um, I, like all it took was pensioning the fact that I had more status than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- if this hoops shot character, I I so I've been making fun of him for years mm-hmm. at this point. But I will say there were there have been uh rumors not coming from Hoops Jock. Sure, that, yeah. Uh, Damian oh, yeah, Lillard vibes, told vibes. told the Dra- the Blazers that he wants Draymond Green on the Blazers. And my yeah, question yeah, yeah. to you yes. is uh does Damian Lillard understand that there's probably there's like no chance for the Blazers to get Draymond Green. Like he's out of their price range. Is he? Yes. I don't, I, well, they, they don't have. I think. Room. I think they don't have a bunch of cap room. They don't have a bunch of cap room. Oh well, they could dump Ant maybe and make that make it work somehow that way. They need thirty million dollars to get Draymond Green because that uh-huh. is what the Kings opened up to get him. Um. Oh. 
Yeah, but it seems like they should have more cap room than they do. Oh, it's because Jeremy Grant has a $31 million cap hold. So they would have to kind of renounce. uh, Yeah. Well, and Scoot Scoot makes $10 million. Jeremy Grant and all his works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Uh, then they also don't have a small forward. Look, if he wants, look, if Draymond (laughs) wants to do it, the Blazers can probably make it work. Yeah. There's a way to. I think the actual thing is that, like, I don't know why would Draymond want to come to Portland exactly. <laughs> That's my that other. Just, it That's just doesn't really. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if anyone noticed. I uh, the Portland uh, sucked last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, I did notice. Well, Draymond Draymond has played the Portland Trailblazers thirteen times in his career in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is twelve and one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That too. Um, yeah, if I were Draymond, like maybe I wouldn't be itching to play with Dame mm-hmm. instead of a player who's uh, like Dame but um, astronomically better. Mm-hmm. Um, My other question. But I'm not Draymond Green, so I don't know. Maybe he's like tired of Steph. I've gotten tired of Steph, so I get it. We know you're tired of Steph. Uh, My other question is... What is with restaurants in Portland in 2023 playing mm. Miami by Will Smith? And then a song that had the word heat in the chorus a hundred times. Yeah. Mm. Did Dame say what restaurant he was at? He did not say what restaurant he was at. I mean, I think he's, <laughs> I, I think, in a, yeah, it seems okay. like he's probably lying. Yes. That's uh, <laughs> it I is one hundred percent a lie. Yeah. But, but here, uh, they, can, can I can I get back to that though? Like, like yeah, all right. Ask like, me. why why couldn't he just ask for a trade? Oh! Okay. <laughs> like, 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 really? I because because there have been people who say Dame doesn't want to leave Portland. Like, he has a lot of friends and family and business interests here. Those are all true, but. He, he definitely he, he definitely kind of wants to get traded because a Toyota dealership here. <laughs> oh well, oh, I mean well, that's yeah. that's worth staying for. Um, yeah. But uh, he's in there. He's in there every day. Yeah. But, well, I, but like he's he made some very public comments about how he didn't want. Okay, I don't think it is ridiculous to to assume that Damian Lillard is at least open to being traded to a contender from Portland. Why couldn't he just say that? Like would Portland fans turn on him if he just said he wanted to get traded? It seems like they would still like him. Listeners, Corbin has moved to just laying down and staring (laughs) at his, at the ceiling here. (laughs) Sean, can you please be quiet for a second while I put my words together? Please just shut the fuck up while I try to think. (laughs) Damian Lillard (laughs) is a great NBA player. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He is also stricken through with light pathology. Light? Joey, I'm trying to think. 
And the light pathology is that Damian Lillard would really prefer to be liked mm-hmm. by as many people as possible. Fair, same. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that applies to me necessarily. We know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I am, as they say, a bad boy. <laughs> uh a naughty a naughty dog uh things of that nature mm-hmm. this pathology of his has coincidentally he has ended up in in portland oregon mm-hmm. a city who has a union collective pathology which is that they want people to um love them mm-hmm. they want they just want an nba player who will say things like i love portland mm-hmm. and i love you guys and will say shit like that this has made a um codependent parasocial relationship mm-hmm. between the city of portland and damian lillard it is disgusting <laughs> i I, Corbin Smith, fucking hate it. I wish that the Blazers <laughs> would act like a fucking normal basketball team. I wish that the fans would see the situation as it lays and say, like, uh, it's probably time to move on from whatever this fucking thing is because uh, there isn't a contender to be squeezed out of this set of dominoes mm-hmm. uh, anytime in the short term. And Dame seems like he wants to go to a contender. Now, then again, we talked about the pathology. So we're sitting in Damian Lillard's mind, and there are two competing yanking forces. There is the one that would like, okay, have you guys ever seen Stalker? By Andre Tarkovsky. Yes. No. Yeah, I'm not surprised about Sean. He's uh, he's uh, he's um, uh, he's a scumbag. He only watches Vanderpump Rules. Um, he Sean actually reads books. That's what Sean is doing. (laughs) I saw. uh, Did Tarkovsky make Solaris? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay, so I've seen that's the Tarkov, that's the one Tarkovsky I've seen. Well, congratulations. You Thank saw you. the worst. No, you didn't. But <laughs> Stalker's an incredible movie. There is a story that happens in Stalker, spoilers for Stalker, okay. where um uh for those who don't know, Stalker is about uh in in the Soviet Union, there's been a disaster zone called the zone, and in the middle of it is a room. And if you go into the room, the room will grant you whatever your heart most desires. Mm-hmm. Now, in Stalker, there is a character whose brother dies. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the room. And he uh, is granted his heart's desire. Now, when he goes into the room, he presumes that his heart's desire is for his brother to be brought back to life. Mm-hmm. But the room senses his true heart's desire, which is to be rich. And so what happens is that the man's true heart's desire is granted. He is given wealth and he in turn um, is thrown into despair by this fact, by the fact that his true heart's desire is in fact selfish Mm -hmm. and uh, commits suicide. Mm -hmm. 
with Damian Lillard, we have a person who uh, an NBA player is expected by dint of their uh, humanity to value the idea of winning an NBA title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To their true heart's desire uh, when they speak to reporters and to other people and perhaps to themselves is to say that they want to win the big one, that they want to win a title, mm-hmm. you know, that they want to do all that shit. But mm-hmm. um, they are human beings. And the fact of the matter is that human beings uh, have other desires that they hold true to themselves that they don't like to acknowledge publicly. And mm-hmm. with Damian Lillard, this desire is to be liked and to be loved and also to make a fuck ton of money. He makes so much money. And Mm -hmm. I don't mind that, honestly, Uh, but he makes enough money that if I were a competitive team, I would look at the cap hit that he produces and it would make me anxious. But we don't, we can talk about that another time, I suppose. Anyway, he wants uh, to be liked and he doesn't want to be a bad boy who uh, is coming out and saying that he wants to be traded. And uh, he also sort of the the opposite end of it is that Portland fans don't want, don't like uh, that maybe sometimes some players don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it kind of secretly even drives... when they like yell at them for being fat for like an entire season <laughs> yeah it upsets them. uh you know what <laughs> i think that we didn't mind that raymond felt <laughs> uh, uh, he was pretty bad uh i recall him saying that he was going to drop 50 on the asses uh-huh and the portland fans were like could he have dropped 50 maybe Pounds? during the summer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was the lockout season, in fairness to Raymond Felton. Yeah. He he was incredibly bad, though. Uh, he um, The Blazers... You know what I will say? Is you know who has real Raymond Felton vibes if he gets traded here for Dame? Whom? Kyle Lowry. I could absolutely see him showing up. <laughs> yeah. 20 yes, times heavier. <laughs> and you know what? Well, you know, what's interesting, too, is that... Uh, that that uh, Raymond Felton also one of the uh, point guards that Portland passed up in order to draft uh, Martel Webster instead. Mm. Well, a triumvirate of CP3. Darren yeah, Wilkins. I think that that's just a different kind of suffering that they yeah. brought upon themselves. <laughs> like I don't, I don't think that you really want Raymond Felton on your team anyway. But we can't get too deep into this. Um, and I think that a normal player would sort of semi-publicly say like, yeah, I think I'm ready to move on from this situation. But Dame uh, wants to be liked and he wants to let everybody know that he tried his hardest in Portland and that they just couldn't uh, do the thing around him. And I think it uh, drives me insane. This mm-hmm. thing about him and about the fan base who will hear that and take it completely at face value and also take entirely too much emotional satisfaction 
from the idea that an NBA player is saying like, I want to be in Portland. Hey, I wear the letter O. It's for Ogden. It's for Oakland. It's for Oregon. And they will take all of this sincerely. I, uh, I just look at these fucking people and I think you're all hayseeds. You're all rubes. You're all fucking uh, hicks. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> you are all um, uh, goons. Every last one of you. See, this uh, is this is the fact. What's coming out here in Corbin's statement is the fact that he lives in Washington, not oh, that's Oregon. True. That's true. I do. Well, I live in Vancouver, Washington, which is in the Portland. He's a area. he's a tax he's a tax exile from I am a tax Oregon. exile. I you know I am a Pan Pacific Northwesterner, fellas. I believe that the Pacific Northwest. Uh, you know, we are like brothers and we need to set aside our differences. Except you are on the record as saying you hate Seattle. I do fucking times. hate Seattle. <laughs> I hate Seattle. That's true. I hate Seattle and I hate Bellingham, but I love Olympia and Tacoma's tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got no problem with Tacoma. Uh, and look, just because I don't like Seattle doesn't mean they're not my brother, you know? That's true. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, like Joey, you hate your brother. I do not. Um, okay, Sean, you hate your brother. No, nah, you only have sisters. Sean, uh, all right, I'm out of people. I'm out. Of yeah, people. sorry. I got uh, no one else to accuse of hating their brother. Um, I. But, but like, you could say things about Seattle that someone who wasn't a Pan Pacific Northwesterner could say. Yes, yes. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is a little bit my feeling. You're like cream matter. cheese on a hot dog. Ah! <laughs> you know what? I do like cream cheese on a hot dog. I actually think that's good. <laughs> All right. Cream cheese, jalapeno, hot dog. Look, Seattle got one thing right, and it was the cream cheese, jalapeno, hot dog. Yeah. That's fucking tasty. That's a tasty motherfucker right there. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I do love Seattle, but a big percentage of my time there has uh, really been spent uh, walking a dog with Damon Agnos and the CEO of Mouse House Books, mostly the dog. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I like Damon. <laughs> uh, I just think, you know, Seattle, it, you know, there are other reasons like I don't I can't I don't understand how anybody lives there. It's insane. Getting around is insane. Uh, uh, everyone there is an Amazon freak, except for Damon, who's a public defender. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and um, but, you know, they're your brother. So, you know, OK, uh, back to Dame's need to be loved. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about how his lashing out against himself though is like a very strange like he has he is both the person who needs to be loved the most but also like so i don't know the word i can't think of the word he's lashing out against himself get into that yeah like where it'll be like oh i want to stay so hard but then he has to give an interview or go on instagram live like dropping hints about how oh, he wants oh, to be with the he's Miami. working against it yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's not he doesn't seem like a contained person right now or like give interviews where he's like i can't i can't uh play with young players but i love portland so much yeah, yeah. or like he helped he you know one of the things you would hear during the scouting process for the draft is like He's been at all the workouts. He's watching all these guys. You know, he loves basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, he was taking this really seriously on the Blazers' end. And I like, 
I, I mean, I don't know. It seems like he is sincerely operating at cross purposes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's weird. Uh, and I find it annoying. But, but here's the thing. It's a big step when a team trades the greatest player in franchise history. Shut right? the fuck up! <laughs> I think it's fucked up that your friend came on this show and you decided to say triggering things to him. I think that's fucked up, Sean. I think that you're a fucked up person. I, I, just... I think that you're troubled. I think it's fucked up that somebody agreed to marry you. And I think it's fucked up uh, that they uh, that you live in a house with a sauna. I think that's fucked up. It's weird. We gotta you haven't plugged it in. I think yet, that you but... are a troubled person. I think that what should happen to you for saying and doing things like that <laughs> is that you should get on stage at one of your little uh, comedy skit programs, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the audience should listen to you tell one joke. And they should rise up and they should yell, this guy sucks. And you should try to tell another joke. And then they should start throwing rocks at you. And that would maybe teach you some fucking manners. So who's about- the greatest well, one, one month from today? Works. You can do that uh, at Comedy Under the Stars in Elk Grove, <laughs> California, at the Laguna Town Hall. Uh-huh. Please don't throw rocks at me. But if you if you feel like you need to, that's also okay. So who's uh, the greatest Blade Wizard of all time? Drexler. Corpse? It's obviously Drexler. <laughs> okay. Edward he went to the finals twice. He's one yeah, of your yeah. He went it's... to the finals twice. Those teams were incredible. I look the I, this thing about it drives me fucking crazy because people will say greatest of all time. Like the entire rest of the history of the Portland Trailblazers was just like an ignoble wasteland. <laughs> like it was nothing until Damian Lillard showed up until uh, this point guard who can't fucking guard anyone and who scores <laughs> a bunch uh, showed up. And who Before refuses this, to the, run through a screen. <laughs> yeah. Who like, who is morally opposed to running through a screen. A, look, a great player. Don't get me wrong. A player who has had some indelible moments for the franchise, mm-hmm. certainly, but who is obvious, like who is not like perfect, who is not, you know, like beyond reproach. If you take uh, any sort of steely eyed analysis to the matter, like that, but they act like the entire rest of the franchise was just a wasteland of dis, you know, of disappointments and like false starts. That's horseshit. They went to the finals twice. In the 90s. They also what? won a finals in the 70s. Exactly. They won a finals <laughs> in the 1970s with Bill Walton. That was like the first post-ABA A guy who won team. an MVP, something Damian Lillard and Clyde Drexler have not done. Yeah, I yes. In fairness to Drexler, he played in the same time as Jordan. So that basically made it something impossible for him. But... He- he also had a, a receding hairline, which made everything he do look very less hard, cool. very hard. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. Steve Bla- there's a reason Steve Blake never won an MVP. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, um, but I, or like, the Blazers have made the playoffs like seventy five percent of the time. I think, like, oh, oh, they, uh, they got to, oh, they took, yeah. They took the Lakers to a game seven that, and they like, they got that series stolen from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there've been plenty of fucking things that have happened without mm-hmm. Damian Lillard. You know what I mean? But for some reason, like 
for some reason he has memory hold the franchise's entire history <laughs> and like and like you hear people say shit like oh they're gonna build a statue of him that's fucking ridiculous you didn't make the finals you at least should make the finals if you're getting a statue i'm sorry and really you should win in the finals if you're getting a statue well to be you fair shouldn't have you shouldn't have two admittedly very sick series ending shots mm-hmm. what do you uh, think his career to- record is in the playoffs a uh, negative i suspect i mean definitely yeah losing record what i was probably. gonna say is to be fair um it's 22 and 40 both, yeah. both Bill Walton and Clyde Drexler. Oh, sorry, twenty-two and thirty-nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, Wal- Wal- Yes, Walton was not with. Yeah, Walton was also better than Dame. That uh, too. But what I will <laughs> say is, both Bill Walton and Clyde Drexler uh, didn't win a bubble MVP. So yeah, okay, all right. Joey, that's why you're building it. a statue. We get you know? it. We get it. Yeah, he won the bubble MVP. <laughs> but he, I will. But here's the thing. Here's what'll happen if you say this to somebody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll be like, check the numbers, bro. And I'll be like, I I mean, you, playoff record has to account for something. And then they'll be like, well, but Neil Olshay was a really bad GM. And I'll be like, that's true. Dame should have got him fired. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, like, and I, and I, and then, and then I, I mean, I guess that that's maybe a big ask, but like at, at some point, Dame's agent probably said, you should do something to get Neil the fuck out of here. Nate and Jones? He, yeah, no, Nate Aaron Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> and he, and 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 Dame should have said yes, you are correct and like done something proactive for the organization. Mm-hmm. But once again, we get back to the has to be liked thing. Like he doesn't want to be seen as forcing the GM mm-hmm. out. Like he wants to be seen as like I'm always on the grind. I'm a good boy. But instead I, he's asking a DJ to play Miami by Will Smith and hopping on Instagram live. <laughs> And I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston so he can say, I want to feel the heat with somebody. Uh-huh. And you know that was part in of the fair, playlist, you know, too. In fairness to Dame, I want to dance with somebody is one of the all-time jams. Yeah. yeah. Let's not lay that on him. You know what? Good, that's fair. Now, Joey... I'm not, no, I, I'm not done talking about this. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Sean. Uh... uh like the, like this is a team with history. Like this is a te- this is not some bullshit. This is not some bull. This isn't the uh, Bobcats or whatever. This isn't the fucking Charlotte Hornets or it's not even the Kings. Like it's a team with a more prestigious history than a lot of these squads. Up until recently, I would probably say they had a more prestigious history than the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> uh, that's. Definitely true before 2014. Because they made the playoffs. People maybe don't remember how good they were, but they constantly they made the playoffs 21 years in a row. Yeah. And 24 out of 25. Mm -hmm. Yes, they constantly, if anything. Oh, I'm sorry, it's more than that. It's uh, 26 out of 27. So James' era has been bad for their playoff make it. And if Brandon didn't get hurt, they would have kept making that streak alive, probably. Probably. <laughs> well, they, no, they no, missed. No, that's not they, true because Roy. Uh, hold on. Oh wait. Okay. Wait, since wait. Uh, here we go. Since joining the NBA, the Blazers made the playoffs every single year 
except 81 and 82 up until the 2003-4 season. Okay, that's Then the they Roy missed the playoffs year, right? for five years. They drafted Brandon Roy in 2006. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So in his Roy- third year, they, they began a string of three first-round exits, which, again, kind of had, like, very memorable Brandon Roy yeah. performances. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's the the other thing about this is that if Roy had not gotten injured, he would obviously have been better than Lillard. Sorry. And then, yeah, so Lillard plays. He's drafted in 2012. They missed the playoffs his rookie year. They make it eight years in a row, and then they miss yeah. it the last two. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, actually, relatively, that's a it bad rate for, uh, for the yeah, Blazers it actually, historically. It hasn't really, yeah, hasn't been a particularly successful era. And yeah, they won they won four playoff series in eight years, I yeah. think. And you know what? And look, I want to make this clear. And again, this I'm not even knocking Dame Willard yeah, necessarily. Just, just like a, it's like it's a weird lot of stat that a statue would, would yeah, go out it's for not, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that a lot of that is even his fault. It's Olshay's no. fault. Olshay was legitimately the worst GM in the league there for a few minutes. He was like, he was incredibly, he had incredibly bad taste in players. Like there would be stories about that came out about Olshay where that are like, Olshay really wants to sign Hassan Whiteside. Like he, like, like he thought he was a lunatic. There's no way around it. Now. Is he acting again? Is that what, what he's doing now? Is he I acting again? No, he's tra- he's just trying to be a scout. I saw him at Nike Hoop Summit. Uh, he was like, hi. "No, I didn't know. I don't know him." You know who else I saw at Nike Hoop Summit? Who? Uh, Jim Boylan. Oh, wow! Did you clock yeah. in? You- <laughs> no, he, was, he works for USA Basketball right now. But um, he uh, uh, I took a picture of him actually. I felt a little <laughs> I felt a little weird about it, but I was like, I got to get a picture of the man. um yeah i don't know neil's trying to like and like and neil was also like very particular about like guys he scouted and like and like guys he drafted and like you know like he wouldn't trade cj for reasons that were incredibly nebulous and erotic i mean in the way that dame wants to be liked like neil wants people to think he's smart yeah. By the way, Neil is will be paid by the Portland Trailblazers through next season. Whatever, so he can not, he can kind of yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. But I, I'm just saying, fucking money. I don't. I'm care. just saying that's why he can uh, kick back and just hang out of the hoop summit. You know what I heard? Go on auditions. He also openly hated Portland. Go, did not go on go sees. They call him. I heard fine. they're going to build a statue of Neil. Uh, <laughs> the architect of that Dame Lillard team. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it makes of those, sense. Yeah, of those Dame Lillard teams that actually. You're like, that's a handsome statue. Oh, that, that statue could do so well. I think that I think that guy, I think that guy would have a shot at fucking my 40 year old mom. Yeah. <laughs> that's why there should be a statue. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to make that joke because he has been credibly accused of something bad. Okay. But like, yeah, it hasn't been like it hasn't been like an incredible time with Damian Lillard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And like I and like I not all his fault, but like a little of it is his fault, right? Like we can't do like this like ev- this is how every other NBA player gets judged. Like why the fuck are we saying like this is the greatest player in franchise history even though he only has so many postseason accomplishments and he did get swept the one time he went to the conference finals and uh and uh all this shit like 
It's just too, okay. Here is what has, has made this sentiment happen. Mm-hmm. Two, I'll admit, very cool fucking shots. Mm-hmm. And a willingness to act like he wants to be here. <laughs> it is an entire city, like, just bathing in the pathology of being like, finally, an NBA player likes us. Because the thing about Walton and about Drexler is that they did both eventually want to leave Portland. Now, Walton, because the franchise um, may or may not have committed malfeasance around his foot injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, like, it's sort of a complicated story. Uh, nobody comes out very well in the telling. Drexler, because he wanted to rent a ring and also kind of wanted to go back to Houston where he went to school. Mm-hmm. Like, if you bring up Drexler, like, people will say shit like, that was, you know, he reps Houston. Like, they will literally just, like, put it on their fucking sleeve. Like, uh, I mean, he could be the greatest player in franchise history, but I don't know if he liked us enough. I don't know. Like, like he wasn't like my dad, though. And Dame's like my dad. Mm-hmm. And I think that sucks. I like, I just, I wish I don't have another word for it. I think it's fucking stupid for your analysis about this kind of thing to redound to like, I mean, it kind of seems like he liked us the most. Uh, like, can I read you a letter my dad wrote me one time? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank the coaches who feel I wasn't good enough. The fans that didn't think I was good enough. And Adam Silver also for not thinking I was good enough. This is an unfamiliar territory for me. It's actually what my life has been inspired by. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed or that I don't feel disrespected. But it's not too much to handle. Not the first or last guy to be snubbed. You should have been there isn't good enough for me. But anyway, the reason I'm in these shoes is because I've always used the hand I was dealt to my advantage. A wise man once told me, it ain't always going to be peaches and cream, but somebody has to pay for the reason it's not one way or another. Hashtag I'm thankful. Hashtag real. Hashtag non all star. Hashtag rip city. Hashtag yellow tape. It's weird. My dad wrote that letter, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What letter to kind of quiet <laughs> about how he didn't make the well, all-star team. You know what? You know what? I think part of the thing about Jimmy Butler is is that he doesn't say any of this stuff in public. Mm-hmm. And I think that's admirable. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's I think it's I think it's admirable that he takes all of this energy out and he puts it into his private relationships, mm-hmm. which he inflicts with the toxicity instead of you know, instead of posting something like that so that a bunch of fucking people from Portland can log on and be like, you're the greatest team. I love you, dad. Um, <laughs> here's a question. If Dame is the Portland fans dad, uh-huh. will that make Tyler Hero their cool stepdad? <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. It won't I think it would be kind of tight where you're like, boy, I don't really think you should be giving me this beer right now. Uh, yeah, It's kind of dangerous that you're just letting me ride this jet ski by myself. Um, it's cool, but I also feel like there aren't any boundaries in my life. And I feel you know, weird. The other thing about this is, is that people right now are like, you can't trade Dame for Tyler Hero. I know these fucking people. I know these fucking fans. I know this. I know the fucking people who live here. Tyler Hero will have one 45 point game mm-hmm. and they will forget 
everything. <laughs> there are going to be so many food carts named after him. There, yeah. Tyler's Tyler's Tyler Euro. Tyler, Tyler Hero sandwiches. Yeah, Tyler fucking uh, uh yeah. Timer if, Hero. That's look, like a spice you card. Fucking pe- you fucking people. You fucking people could act like the attraction of a white player has lost its fucking glimmer in the Damian Lillard area, but you're all fucking lying. Every last one of you, the second, the second hero has an okay game. It's going to be like, Tyler's the future. <laughs> hey, hey, we, hey, this is the guy. We got to start building this Tyler Hero statue. <laughs> They're going to be like, our old dad didn't buy us beer. <laughs> These are the neediest people in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me insane. I just look. I just want to be a Philly fan. I just want that is I the just, saddest thing I've ever heard in my no, entire no, life. No, because it's fucking cool to be a Philly fan. Here's what happens when you're a Philly fan. When the team is good, you go like, hey, yeah, fuck you. And you like slash up the city. You Sick. punch a police horse. You yeah. climb a, you punch a, a police horse. You destroy yeah. any nearby robots. Uh-huh. You, you raise the city to the ground mm-hmm. so that communism may be reborn from its ashes. <laughs> when your team loses, you have the following reaction. Fuck them. Fuck those bums. I hate these fuckers. Somebody, hey, is that Santa Claus? Is that Santa Claus? Bring him over here. And then you beat up Santa Claus. I would say, yes. That, that is, is a proper way to channel your passion. I would say that passion. is true of Eagles and Phillies fans, but you're not forgetting really as a Sixers fan, when your team loses, you're like, but they fired Sam Hinkie. Oh. Why did why did my algebra teacher doesn't have a pension anymore? <laughs> Don't you understand second round picks are the most valuable thing in the world? Oh, oh my gosh, I hope Daryl Morey can move around some exceptions and get a non-guaranteed year. That's like, it, that's the worst thing that Sam Pinky did, is he, he castrated the, the Sixers fans. Mighty, the, mighty, fans. the mighty Philly fans. Yeah. Eagle, Eagle, fa- Eagle fans, Philly fans, they're still mad. They're, yeah, they're, the, once the, they'll once boo the, their own players. Once the, once, the, once, the demon, once the demon of the American sporting landscape. In fact, I would actually argue 76ers fans have a very similar pathology to Portland fans when it comes to Joel Embiid. Yeah, but Joel is uh, better than Dame. Sorry. Yes, true, but also they like started a race war over Jokic this year. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins did that, but uh, no, it's like uh, at least it's at least at that point you're talking about someone who could plausibly win an MVP award. Yeah, oh I mean, God. like that's <laughs> like close. Oh, like never even a little bit close. They're like none of these Blazer teams won six seed games. None of these Blazer teams like made the finals. None of these Blazer teams did fucking anything of note. Well, it's like it, it's like okay, so it's it's embarrassing that that Joel Embiid had his feelings hurt about the MVP award, but at least that's a prize. It's not a letter about being the last person selected to the Western Conference All Star Game where yeah. you could play five minutes off the bench. Like it's. 
Yeah. Annoying. It's annoying. But like, but like, but like, <laughs> we are stuck in this pathological loop in this fan base right now, where it's like, Dame can never leave. He is the best player in franchise history. He is absolutely not the best player in franchise history. <laughs> and, but, but, or like, or like, or like, really, maybe even kind of drastically overstating. Like, if you're trading Dame, you need to get like multiple all stars back in the deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> I like, I just think that there's two ways. I just think that there's two ways to do this at this point. There is keep Dame mm-hmm. and treat him like what he is, which is a really great player uh, who is not an all-time player and who is getting paid a lot of money and expect him to act like a professional and work with the kids on the team. Mm-hmm. Or let me, let me, let me tell you this. I 100% want him to stay. I don't, you know, I, I think that um, I, w- I want, I want the slop to just hit every, every two weeks I want to be able to write an article about where Dame's yeah. going, yeah, I or do his Instagram, how, I, yeah, or like, think, yeah, I do. Think like, about oh, that, just, just, just give me that slop check. Yeah, That's what I think. want. <laughs> also, shouts to Trill Bro, dude, who I think invented the word slop as it I comes can't to stop saying it now. Season, and now, literally everyone says universally, it. Like, universally yeah. regarded. I, yeah, I, it is hard not to think about. It is hard not to think about. The money I could make. Now, now to be fair, Corbin, you were the one that first started talking about how um, sports content was uh, giving food to hogs. So you're you're in the slop verse for sure. You're one of the slop followers. I want to make it clear that I believe everything I wrote in that Rolling Stone article. I sincerely do. And I'm willing to cast all of it aside if you pay me money. Uh, (laughs) All right, so, I, so Corbin, can I do one thing real quickly? I'm not done. I'm actually not done with my point. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. okay. And you have both been interrupting me. Very rude. <laughs> what are you? Me doing a podcast with John Wilms? Come on. Okay. So I, because I do, I, I think that if I was thinking about it without any um, thought about the, um, like making agents mad or the sort of media cycle that would crop up around it, or anything like that. I do think that you probably could not get decent return for Lillard and that it would be better to just have him stay on your team and continue producing. But I do also have to acknowledge the fact that Lillard wants to leave. His agent wants him to leave a big chunk of the media ecoplex is clearly being primed by his agent and other people to say that like, (laughs) keep going. Yeah, and other people, agents, yeah, (laughs) to like to um, make it a scenario where they're like, we got to get this guy out of Portland and and all this shit. And so, like, realistically, I, you know, for the long term health of the franchise, they should probably play ball and deal him if that's what he wants. Plus, they can get Tyler Hero. And yeah, and yeah, exactly. I don't (laughs) think, and like, I think that the Heat is not a terrible option or whatever. I don't know. But do you do you really think that that Damian Lillard would like a culture where people are always performatively Let's, working can out can and talking pause? about how much they care hey, and hey. pretending to be underdogs constantly? I, let's. I want to pause. Let's pause on the heat thing for a second because okay. we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, um, but like, 
I think that that is also an acceptable option. And I think that Dame is going to make $60 million and that that fact um, necessitates the fact that you're going to take a hit on whether or not you're going to receive true value in return. And I think that the people who are like, the Blazers aren't going to die, but no, they're going to do it because they're an NBA team. And like, they function like every other fucking NBA team. It's just that, it's just that like there's like pathologies to deal with that don't seem to occur with other NBA teams. Well, plus there's a certain amount of when you get to a point like Damian Lillard, right? Uh, with a franchise, there is a certain, certainly a, like an unwritten rule in sports where it's like, this guy was here for 10 years. We trade him to where he wants to go. Unless you're like Daryl Morey. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> in fairness, unless you're like Daryl Morey and maybe like, uh, maybe that's not necessarily a hundred percent a bad thing. Maybe. You know, um, like, may, like, what if every GM wasn't doing this dance? Sure. With, but you know, I just like, think, like, if Draymond Green told the Golden State Warriors today, hey, I'm going to sign with Sacramento or whatever. or Yeah, they the say Heat, go with God. Yeah, but they'd be like, okay, we'll figure out a deal to get you there. Like, that's just sort of how it works when you get to a certain point with a franchise. Yeah, like, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the Warriors would be like, Hey, you know, you're one of the great players in franchise yeah. history. We're going to retire your number. We're going to build God. you a statue. Um. <laughs> they're going to build. They're going to build that statue underneath the stadium, and the, <laughs> and the out, outside the portal to hell that Lakeland has. <laughs> That's where Mike Dunleavy commutes. Uh, um, <laughs> got him. Uh, yeah. So it seems like Lillard wants to go to the Heat. I think that this is. Um, I mean, as far as like the public facing things, it makes a lot of sense because they are both, um, you know, uh, performative entities mm -hmm. that love to talk about how they are underdogs and how nobody believes in them yeah. in a way that makes you roll your eyes if you hear it enough. Um, but they are also like, um, obsessed with, uh, defense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just saying there's a there's a lurking possibility that maybe when Jimmy Butler starts to work with Dane close up that he will be uh less than impressed. Mm -hmm. Um I will say there was that report that came out a few days ago that it that said that like if Damian Lillard does want to leave, he wants to go somewhere that's not that stacked and it's like yeah. the heat have made the finals two times in four years yeah but they're not that stacked i don't know you know um, what i want the blazers to get back if they trade dame what i want jaime baby let's get him hawkes yeah, oh no i think he would go back yeah yeah yeah, yeah i like I, him too yeah. let's get him let's get him he I seems like he seems like uh he already has the look of uh, the king of Portland, I gotta yeah, say, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And also, I think that uh, I think that some of these uh, some of these ten year olds need a need a man, the, need a yeah. man. Need a they man. need daddy to arrest yeah. Shaden Sharp. 
Ha- yeah, Papa Jaime has arrived. The Padre. Yeah, I think, they, I think they need a guy who will take their fucking minutes if they don't uh, watch out. <laughs> and I and I think that Jaime is more than willing you, to wait. Live that you think life. Nasir now, Little, will, veteran Nasir Little, won't be doing that? Yeah, I just yeah. don't know if Portland would accept a small forward that's taller than six foot five. Yeah, that yeah. is. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's. One. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. Maybe he can play center. I. So there's a there's another rumored trade I had heard, mm-hmm. um, which is maybe the funniest suggestion, uh, just because I feel like it's the most chaotic possible trade, which is that uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves would trade Carl Anthony Towns <laughs> to Portland for Dame Lillard. It seems like <laughs> it would maybe make both franchises so miserable because uh, I don't think Dame and Rudy Gobert would necessarily mesh that well. You know what? I I don't know if I agree with you because Dame. You know what? I'm going to back off look, that immediately. For all the sort of <laughs> for all the sort of shortchanging I've done of Dame. He is actually really good with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, true. and like Nurkic was sort of regarded as like a, a like an impossible to work with lost yeah. cause guy. Yeah. Before Dame got well, and honestly, and honestly, I feel like I'm singling out Lillard because nobody gets along with Rudy Gobert. It's yeah. not like but it's a, it's I, not like it's a Lillard I personality think if thing. Anybody yeah. has a chance. It's probably Dame. Yeah. 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 I was actually gonna say I actually think Dame is actually perfect to like bring Rudy Gobert into that locker room and make him more of a human instead of a it, weird uh, French Joe Rogan guy. Uh, I feel like it would uh, toughen up. It, it might toughen up Anthony Edwards too, just to be like, dude, you have got to play defense because there's, Cause there's I no one else in this backcourt who's going to do I it. <laughs> uh, like I, you, I, you're just going to have to develop this part of your game. Like we... That being said, I can't think of anything I want less in the universe than to watch Carl Anthony Towns in a Blazers oh uniform. God. It feel it feels like yeah. it feels like he would be so depressed. I also feel like he would immediately have a career-ending injury, like three games in. <laughs> I thought you were going to say career like to, year for a second. Like, I, don't, I don't like to say that. No, I I don't want to wish that. Uh, I'm just or, saying, or I don't know. Or I don't but it know. does kind of make sense on paper. I will. I will say this. I don't want Towns being like <clears throat> the main guy on a team full of young guys. That's yeah. Not, that's that not seems like, like a nightmare. Yeah, um. that's like that's like not a guy you want people taking their cues from. I think Scoot he's Henderson locked in for is, like five yeah. more years too. Scoot Henderson has started doing a weird deep voice in the <laughs> interviews after the game. <laughs> uh, all the Blazers were late because of a Fortnite tournament. I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> Phil Knight's like, you know what? I'm just going to look for a different kind of franchise. I, I have some pickleball investments that I'd rather go through. This guy's bumming me out. I. I, you know, I think that uh, if the Blazers can also somehow acquire Jaime Jaquez, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the Towns would be fine because I think that I think that Jaime could be daddy. I think. Uh-huh. Be, uh, okay. Uh, I think it's funny. I think it, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but the second the Heat drafted Jaime, my opinion of him skyrocketed. Yeah. Well, well I was looking, and I and I think Sean had and I. A, 
both Sean and I were like, we really want the Warriors to get Jaime Jaquez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well, you know, I my friend uh, Cam, uh, he's a UCLA fan. And so yeah. I watched some of their games. And like, I'll tell you this, you don't watch a UCLA game and think, where's Jaime? What's Jaime yeah. doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like the like the man the man is on a grind. Yeah. And I, I mean, uh, I don't I do not watch very much college basketball, but if a player has played for like UCLA, Arizona, or like St. Mary's or Gonzaga. I have seen them just by like living in the Bay Area or like Bill Walton is announcing a game that started at 8.30 on a Thursday night, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so I'm very familiar with, uh, I'm still kind of a Johnny Juzang Stan as well. Uh, Among us. Yeah. But like, yeah, I look, I think if the I think that I think the hero is honestly not the worst thing you can get back. He's got his his value is bottom the fuck out right now, but he really was very good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I think Portland would really love Tyler Hero if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So they should uh, also try and get Duncan Robinson if you know what I mean. Yeah, they'd also yeah. love him. Yeah, I wonder what Mason Plumley's up to. <laughs> he's he's itching to come back. Uh, Kevin Kevin Love is a free agent, Corbin. Yeah, well, that that's the one white guy they don't like. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he didn't go to Oregon. Yeah, because he didn't go to Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Uh, okay, so the other place that Dame has expressed interest in going, where another of his uh, NBA buddies, so Bam Adebayo is like his his buddy, and then uh, Mikhail Bridges is another guy. Oh, yeah, he wants, wants to go to, to the Nets. Yeah. So <laughs> man, I gotta say. So who would the other day? The other day there was a tweet that was like the Brooklyn Nets are absolutely not interested in trading Damian Lillard for Mikael Bridges, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, this is (laughs) also that's not how it would work. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't know. But Uh, anyway, you were saying I do sort of get the Dame obsession with the Nets because it's this weird thing where it's like. Yeah, uh, all those stars just left. I can be the underdog again. And I look at the roster, and their entire roster is six nine guys who play defense. It's like a team full of Al Farouk yeah. Aminus. Well, I mean, he's he's he, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a really good point. Al Farouk Aminai. You know, yeah, you're correct. My my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the uh, also uh, that's who he he could have been a net. Except yeah. they were desperate to get Gerald Wallace. Yeah, <laughs> I believe is that is that right? Hey, hey, dude, if you saw Gerald Wallace the year he was in Portland, you would also have been desperate to get him. I love <laughs> Gerald fucking, Wallace. It's just <laughs> he was fucking awesome in Portland. That's the that's the greatest blazer of all time, <laughs> Gerald Wallace. That half year he played in Portland. Joey, would would the Warriors have taken Lillard if he was available one spot later? According to when his they took mother, Harrison Barnes. Yes. Okay, I believe it. Um, Dame's mom Why? did say that, yeah. They had Steph, they didn't need that. Well, but they didn't really have Steph, Steph. Oh, then. yeah, he was injured all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and you know, local guy, they would have, yeah. Also, he's better than Harrison Barnes. Who isn't? Uh, don't say, <laughs> uh, you know what, I'll co-sign that, Joey. <laughs> even as, even as a weirdly a pretty big fan of Harrison Barnes. I think yeah. you mean King's legend Harrison Barnes. Sir. Hey, he's you know what Kings I mean? are not bringing him back, apparently. Do you want to hear oh, wow. a, a crazy too crazy? So uh Corbin, did you know 
that uh, Draymond Green has not spoken. Sorry, Harrison Barnes has not spoken to Draymond Green since Kevin Durant said he was coming to the Warriors. I, mean, I don't blame him. Uh, he, okay, I mean, he, he, Draymond says it was because he blamed, like he was recruiting Kevin Durant, so that meant that Harrison Barnes was going to get traded. I'm going to say that it was probably because Draymond yelled at him for four straight Every years and was really, yeah, he really, did it. He, well, he got, he got picked 28 picks Green. ahead of Draymond. Yeah. 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 And so I guess all the Warriors were. Um, Every single invited. Warrior was invited to a Harrison Barnes. <laughs> including wedding, like, including like Draymond Green. Like Carlisle, yeah. <laughs> Dray, uh, Draymond said that with uh, Dame Lillard on the podcast, actually. Uh, also, reportedly, uh, some of the aggregators from ESPN reported that uh, Rick Carlisle is just a giant Harrison Barnes fan, which is one reason people think Pacers are going to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Also would make sense, but um, uh, I guess uh, Haralabob, uh, the the old statistics coordinator for the Dallas Mavericks and League of Doncic, professional gambler. Statistics coordination, that's what they yeah. call it these days. Yeah. That's yeah. what they call it. He said he, yeah, he helped yeah. much time on DraftKings. Yeah. 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 He helped uh, convince Mark Cuban to trade Harrison Barnes to the Sacramento Kings and dump his salary because Rick Carlisle was calling too many plays for him and not Luka Doncic, which is a very Billy Bean thing to just be like, why wouldn't you just do the most efficient thing 45 times in a row? And now you're like, wow, Luka Doncic is really tired all the time. He, <laughs> he has to, uh, and then apparently at that wedding, Rick Carlisle uh, played uh, is like an amazing piano player. And and just unprompted took over the took over the piano and played for like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Did Harrison Which Barnes is, pick up his saxophone or clarinet? Is it a clarinet I, I or is it a saxophone? A, I think it's a. I don't know. We'll, we'll fix that in post. Hey, I want to talk about. I yeah, talk but about who who would you want to get from Brooklyn? By the way, sorry, I don't even know who's on fucking Brooklyn. Joe Harris? Do you think Portland would like Joe Harris for some unknown reason? I I seriously... Seth Curry? Seth Curry coming back? Well, Seth Curry, a former Blazer. I'm saying that. I think you'd want Claxton and then uh, all those picks that they got. I'll take a bunch of those picks. I do think think it would be funny if Dame went to Brooklyn because it would prove another one of my theses, which is that Dame actually kind of liked being... Uh, uh, the the man who eats first on a team yeah. that wasn't very good, mm-hmm. and uh, pe- maybe people uh, maybe like this, maybe like this whole title thing that everybody says is just fucking bullshit, mm-hmm. or like you know, it, once again, it's like stalker. It isn't the root of their true desires. What did Dame real? I I think that Dame probably <laughs> wanted to be like the big the big boy more than he wanted to win a title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that's true. But also, I can I can I say this? I don't think that's so crazy. No, like, no I don't like, either. I don't either. But I, you know what? But I, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess the thing that I should be criticizing is the fact that for some reason, like it's, it's, the media culture demands that you yeah. come out and say like. All I care about is titles, even if it's yeah. bullshit. Because it, it well, good, sorry. Uh, I just think it feels obviously like Damian Lillard wants a trade. Yes, and if that's he did, the if problem. he legitimately yeah. didn't, I think it it's it would actually be really cool if he was just like, I love Portland. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not even hinting 
at anything else. Yeah. Let's let's play like you know. I mean, yes, but like there's a world where, where where like without the drama part of it, the Blazers can have a really fun team that would not win anything but could score like 130 points a game next year. Yeah. Isn't that what Russell Westbrook actually wanted in Oklahoma? Like, didn't he? Yes. Not, yes. Like, I don't think he wanted to get traded. No, yeah. he never. There's no. I think. Russell, yeah, Russ was like, Russ was like, I, you know, Russ was far more concerned with. Yeah, I would like to play like myself then. Yeah. yeah I, like, I, I, I want to totally, be. I think that's totally defensible. This, but the problem uh, this, is uh, Dame this city being full like, of hayseeds will never turn on. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the problem is with this is Dame, like, like Portland obviously is doing something else and he doesn't like it, but he also wants to stay and be Dame. And it's like, you got to pick one, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's the only, is there I any other the, places he could go? I think that the I think that the main thing I've taken away from this conversation is whatever the Blazers can do to acquire Jaime Jaquez, they should do. That. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what if he? Um, okay, could he go? Could OKC use Dame Joey? No. To 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 take away those scars of Paul George's. No, but like, why wouldn't you? At this point, like, if you're OKC, wouldn't you rather just have a? SGA and another yeah, like developmental year of like Giddy and all those guys with chat like I'm just trying to think of where like chat. where like what are the destinations because it's not not Toronto you know not saw, the you Celtics saw, you know what not... I saw one per, you know what I saw one person saying what <laughs> they should the Denver should inquire that doesn't <laughs> I know like the look though like I look look the absolutely the thing that Denver has to think about doing is getting the ball out of Jokic's hands and get smaller get a little yeah. smaller on the perimeter yeah. come on after just like basically spending an NBA finals where they were holding a, a, a palm on the forehead of the Miami Heat yeah. while the Miami Heat were trying to swing their arms like yeah yeah height matters actually in the NBA a little bit which is uh, why the Blazers need high <laughs> Um, Is there anything else you yeah, want to talk, talk about, about Draymond for a second? Sure. Sure. Uh, unrelated to any Blazer stuff. I, I think it's inspiring that he ultimately won victory over Jordan Poole. Well, he's just a better basketball player. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck youth. Uh, fuck your team getting, fuck your team's long-term plans. Uh, fuck, uh, fuck all that shit. All you need is to be the dirtiest motherfucker in the universe mm -hmm. and your enemies will, uh, kneel in front of you and you will kick their teeth out. Uh, Draymond, you are an inspiration to dickheads everywhere. Uh, we I thank mean, the you. thing is, is I do think when they signed that pool contract, their idea was Draymond leaves, but then yeah. Poole was so bad and Draymond sucks, was sucks. so good. It was like, well, we, we're keeping Draymond, I guess. Yeah, because uh, uh, Jordan kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that Jordan Poole gets to live out his dream, which is to be a kind of crummy player on a kind of crummy Dude, team. he is going to be like a top 15 fantasy player next year. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> He's also going to be the worst player you've seen in your entire life. <laughs> He's also going to make you want to die while watching him. 
And he, oh my God. Can you imagine how gassed up on himself he is right now? Yeah, can you imagine if the Wizards re-sign Kyle Kuzma and have him and Kyle Kuzma, like, Ridiculous. the ultimate Zoomer team? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> One yeah, thing they that's... Just, they, they just come to every practice dressed as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> one, thing that, one thing that was kind of sad in all the reactions from the Warriors is that everybody goes out of their way and is like, you know, Jordan Poole's like one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Like, he's, just, he's like, he's Poor just like, shit. I mean, I don't think, I definitely think they should have traded him, but maybe, uh, hey, it just sounds like he was telling Draymond that Draymond doesn't get any bitches. And I think that's a really rude thing to say. To I mean, that is what Cameron said. That is one of the things Cameron said. Uh, I think Cameron is just making these things up, though. I don't. I don't no. think that like. Cameron? He also he also said that uh, Jordan Poole bought Ice Spice uh, a Bentley, I believe, uh, yeah. on their first date. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, maybe, maybe Ice Spice has a Bentley. I don't know. Sounds like something um, that could happen. I don't know. I but also, it's it's just really funny that a guy who's not an NBA insider should. I mean, Cameron is really funny. He's always yeah, been very he's funny. Really funny. People not familiar with the diplomats. Uh, he's really funny. And his, his cinematic career is worth uh-huh. is worth. Also, knowing. Mace also very funny. Yeah, but it's, but he's like really good at being a straight man and being like, oh, for real. But yeah, it's really weird that Cam Ron's podcast is like where you go for Jordan Poole news. Yes, like that's where all the Jordan Poole news comes from. Uh, and he's always like, he's always like making he'll like make fun of him for something that happened. And he's like, you better go back to that Milwaukee high school. And I was like, right, you know a lot about Jordan Poole. It's, it's where you get news, but it's also possible that him and Mace are doing a lengthy sharpler and work, sharpling and yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, one hundred percent. And and I think Mace is completely capable of that yeah. Cameron obviously is capable yeah, yeah Worcester is like yeah it's Cameron Cameron does seem like he would come on to a radio show and be like guys used to get in fights with chains yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, um, uh, okay okay gun to your head is Damian Lillard a member of the Blazers one week from not. today I think I think that I think that I think that the I think that the various Wait, a week from today? Yeah. Yeah, well, let's say by next weekend. Because free agency oh. starts tomorrow. Yeah, let's say a week into free agency. So July 8th, is Dame Lillard a member of the Portland Trail? Just 10 days. Why are you pointing a gun to my head about this? <laughs> because uh, I'm hanging out with John Morant. And that's that's what you do. That's how you get answers. If so, if you want an apology from a high school volleyball player, you better come twelve deep and strapped. Uh, I think I think if you change the calculus to two weeks, that I'd say he's probably going to be gone. Uh, I think that we've got a little bit more hand wringing and hemming and hawing in store for us. Ooh, I can almost taste the slop right now. Yeah, considering oh. the, considering the <laughs> principles at play, I think that there's. I I don't know if I think that this is going to get done quickly and professionally. Okay. Uh, also, also another reason I say that is because the as because of the ownership situation is so weird mm-hmm. that it will take them a while to get something done because there's all these considerations about like team value and all that horse shit. I just feel like with these sort of trades, Dame's agent just makes the trade and then the Blazers say yes. Um, mm-hmm. 
like ownership yeah. kind of isn't involved in that. Yeah, I I was <laughs> I you know coming into this I was down on what the Heat have to offer, but now that I think about seeing Jaime Jaquez in the in that pinwheel, I you know Tyler Hero with Powell's books and a bucket hat. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby, my man. <laughs> he's probably he's probably going to be like, I, how long do you think Tyler Hero is still going to be excited about Voodoo Donuts? I think like maybe a whole year and a half. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe I. Hero is an annoying get back, I suppose. But what are you going to do? Lowry isn't an annoying get back. Uh, you know that could that could be another guy who. Lowry uh, though, to me, feels like a guy who will want you to buy him out instead Ooh, of playing with true. the Scoot Henderson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. But they need they they do need some grown ups. But yeah. so Tyler could be a problem, you know, grown up wise, but. Hey, they could maybe they could get Tyler, get Lowry, flip him to the Spurs, and get Zach Collins back. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> the, king um, is, the king has returned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, but one one big piece of news, guys. Well, Breaking news right now: Nikola Vucevic is back with the Chicago Bulls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They that got three for sixty. I record. I recorded with John right before this, and John was talking about it. That's not breaking. Yeah, I'm no. the one who texted him, uh, John, about it uh, when it happened. Oh. Um, for anybody right. curious about John's position, check out Turtle Pond Hangout. Hey. Yeah, that's what that was going to be my question, Corbs. Where can our listeners find you? Uh eh, Turtle Pond Hangout, I guess. Rolling Stone, Daily Beast. Uh, cool. I have a newsletter. I I always plan to start writing it again. Uh, if you live in the Portland area and need a dog sitter who will take really nice pictures of your dog, uh, hit me up on a uh, Gmail. You can see examples of my work at my Instagram, Corbin a. Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you need freelance writing, you know, I'm, you know, I, I can do that for you. You know, uh, like if, like, let's say you are a, uh, NBA basketball player and mm-hmm. the, uh, NBA has decided uh, to not uh, put you in the all-star game and you would like to uh, express your displeasure with that, hit me up. I can write that Instagram post. <laughs> uh-huh. for you. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Joey uh, Devine's house. You can go there to find my belt. Uh, uh, no, you got your belt from my house. Yeah, I know. When I you know. left it here. Did you know that belt broke? No. I Why would I know that your belt broke? <laughs> I don't know because we might have talked about it. <laughs> I really I don't that. like that you left a belt at Joey's house, but it I'm glad weird. it's it was not there weird. anymore. I love that belt too. I, w- I wish I still had that belt. That was a cool belt. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Check me out on Hinge. Oh, great! Yeah, what's your what's your age range? Oh, uh, uh, eighteen to uh, twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I put, Same I put, bro. Same yeah, bro. I put, I, put, I put in the Leo default. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Why'd you put 18? Because 17 is not available. Oh, you know gross. Saying? Get out of here. Shut up. Don't even make that <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, 
That's our episode. Thank you. Get, I wish that we could kick Joey off of this call and do bad boy hour for a while. You <laughs> yeah, know, bad Sean. boy hour. Because Joey is always like, nah, excuse me, uh, please stop uh, making fun jokes. Uh, uh, you guys can. And I'm that. like, you ever see a stripper at a grocery store? <laughs> Uh, you guys can do that on the Patreon, maybe. All right. Um, uh, I think that's hey, our Tiger. Ep- hey, w- hey, what about some fucked up shit that happened to Tiger Woods? Am I yeah. right? <laughs> uh, we are. We are going to talk about. Uh, finally, I have. I have been slacking on this by not sending Corbin the excerpts. We will be talking about Phil Knight's memoir. Shoe dog. Did you ever figure out a way to fix that up the last tiger episode? I'm still trying to. I, I sent it to a guy and I feel like I need to just harass him more who knows how to actually fix audio. This is like it's like been months. It's been a long time. I want to make it clear. I'm not like mad about it or anything. No, it just it just sucks because it was a good episode. It was, yeah. yeah. Um okay. Uh that's I have our a question. episode. I have a question. I before we leave, I have one more question. Yeah. Whatever. You don't have anything to do, Joey. Don't make I actually face. do. <laughs> what could you possibly ahead. have to do? Uh just go ahead. What do you need to talk about? <laughs> Who would you guys rather hang out with for a night? Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Ooh, yeah, I think Michael. No, he's Jordan. gonna be mean to me the whole time. Well, so is Tiger. Yeah, but Tiger, it'll Tiger, that's the problem, is it's like at least Michael Jordan, I'm getting like interaction I'm, no no i'm in like a place that's not like a waffle house you know no. what i mean like <laughs> you're not you're well in like i think jordan actually has jokes where tiger woods would tell you jokes where i'm like are you racist like i <laughs> i i'm really uncomfortable right now tyler and, and yeah, tiger and then he's just like ignoring you and Michael, texting Michael 17 waitresses some, some really funny shit about bill cartwright Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he'd talk funny shit about me. Like that's fine. I I feel like Tiger would just ignore me and be. How would you? Yeah. Weird. How would you feel about Michael Jordan calling you a tubbo? I mean, I'd I'd be like, you, you there's some facts in there. He's not. <laughs> yes, he's not really yes, wrong. Sir, thank you, sir. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> no, but seriously, so have you uh, guys talked about? Have you guys talked about this Michael Jordan son Larissa Pippen thing at all? No, but well. I think we'll bring that up on the Patreon. Like there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people who are very mad at Scotty, and by people, I mean God. I mean God <laughs> is mad at Scotty. Okay. Uh, uh, also, th- check out in the Patreon archives uh, our our review of Scotty Pippen's autobiography. Yeah, yeah which, which is one of the uh, mysteriously of the leaves out a lot of years. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Larissa had not mentioned much. Yeah, Larissa had not mentioned much. A thing, a thing, a thing about Scottie Pippen's biography that I think about a lot is uh, is at one point he's like, Dennis Rodman was on the team. This guy was crazy. He was dating Madonna. I didn't know how to handle that. And I was like, Scotty, everybody knows you fucked Madonna. <laughs> Why are you acting like you didn't fuck Madonna? This is insane. It's the most flattering thing everybody knows about Scotty. Yeah, Pippen. is that you fucked Madonna. All right. Uh, that's our episode. Thank you to Corbin A. Smith. Thank you to yeah. uh, Tyler Parker. Uh, Sean. Look at, Joe, look at Joey trying so hard to get out of Dirty Boy Hour. I'm just trying to host the show. <laughs> I know. Well, because you're scared of Dirty no, Boy No, it's because we have to record another hour of this at 830 <laughs> with someone else. Yeah, and I would well, like to well, live well, my it's life. Fun. It's fun. I see the look on your face. You're scared of Dirty Boy Hour. You're scared of your Dirty Boy energy. 
That's uh, fine. It's fine. Sean, <laughs> where can uh, our listeners find you? What's oh, up? Are you rooster teeth feathers, my man? Uh, not till the fall. I did. Hey. I didn't get to announce it. I was. I replaced somebody at the last minute. The last time I was there, didn't even hype it on the show. Uh, I will be at Elm Grove in July. You can see me at Summer League, sitting near the media section, but without credentials, so I can say hi to my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can read me at Yardbarker. Oh, it's a slop week. Golden State of Mind and Giants Baseball Insider. That's it. Uh, and then as for me. You can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on June 24th, I tweeted, I'm okay after that big crash, a bit sore, really frustrated because we were battling all race in the top five. I still know I have a lot to learn, but I know I belong out there in a race car. Uh I'm nowhere near my peak. Thanks to my team at Rhett Jones 30 for all their hard work. Yes, Corbin. It's fucked up that Frankie Munoz was the last person to talk to Dale Earnhardt Jr. before mm-hmm. he died, and yeah. yet he continues to race cars. Well, he just started racing cars. Is the craziest. He's back in the game. He's back in the game. Yeah, like like my man, like my man is walking around with a death wish. Uh, anyway, oh, well, that, that's very true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I also replied to that. That said, we really are in need for some additional sponsorship for us to get through this season. If you are interested or know you know someone that may be interested in coming along for this ride, email info at munizracing.com. Oh my God, Joey, I thought you were pitching us for advertisers. I'm like, we actually could use some sponsors yeah. to help us get through yeah, the season as well. I actually thought he was doing that too. I was uh, like, is everything all right, guys? Um, no, Frankie Muniz needs uh, sponsorship. Uh, but if someone wants to pay Frankie Muniz to put the Round Ball Rock logo on his new car uh, for us, that would be funny. Um, all right, Sean. Uh, People is... would just think that the song was sponsoring him. Yeah, Sean, is there a song? That yeah, you can you play I'm Only Sweeping? Sure can. The song about the 2019. You know, I, I was finals. doing a Sean this weekend because I was babysitting i was dog sitting a dog named mishka mm-hmm. and i kept singing mishka my dear i don't know the other lyrics to that song i was singing uh uh holding out for a pino to my dog pino earlier today oh that's fun yeah thanks to big corbs thanks mm-hmm. to tyler parker hey, hey excuse me joey quick trust question. the process Tr- qu- joey quick question trust the process joey. Joey, uh, uh, what that dick do right now? How's your dick? Shut right it now, my down. <laughs> Let's never the have Corbin so on the podcast dirty boy again. Hour. Dirty boy hour. <laughs> when Boogie got hurt early in the playoffs, Draymond Green needs a day off when Andre Iguodala strained his calf. Tread by fifteen. In the first half, in the first half Players tired, watch for Myers Left step open for three They're only sweeping Everybody thought the dubs were loaded But then Katie's Half exploded, all the bench rotations went to hell. Had to lean on Jordan Bell. What the hell? 
Damon Jones got a start, a curb ran fire. But after all, they're only sweeping. Keeping an eye on the curries when they're split jerseys. They're rooting for Steph. But the coaching staff gets rolling sevens They even played Jacob Evans Give the ball to Dre Step bombs away And after all they're only sleeping Keep an eye on the Portland small market energy Blaming the refs Dame says Portland would have won with Nurkic Zach Collins fouls Cantor's Turkish when Dim tried to take the winning shot. Draymond Green got the block, what a swat. Quinn Cook's puny can't stop loony. Bogut got a jam, they're only sweeping. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.